0: Taxi! Oh, what are you doing? This is the 77 W.A.B.C. minicast. And uh, joining us now, we have uh, Professor Alan Dershowitz, uh, because, by the way, uh, obviously a lot of eyes on the election, but also there are huge protests. And right now there's a big pro-Palestinian protest taking place outside of New York City and the chants are, uh, genocide Joe, you gotta go. Well, where was the protest? This is right outside of City Hall in New York City right now uh, mm-hmm. and it was a, quite a big crowd that's happening and Alan Dershowitz this is happening all over the country and getting
1: bigger and bigger. Well, is that part well, of not, the, not, the, the uh, Joe Biden fan club run by Saudi Arabia? Yeah. <laughs> it may be or Iran. Well, <laughs> none, none of
2: these demonstrations are pro-Palestine. I'm pro-Palestine. I favor a two-state solution. These are anti-Palestine because they favor Hamas, and Hamas is the Palestinians' worst enemy. These are virulently anti-Semitic, pro-Hamas, anti-Palestinian, anti-Israel, anti-Jewish demonstration. These are Hitler's youth. These are the people who, if terrorism comes to the United States, many of the people in these crowds would become terrorists. The way in the 1960s, you remember some of the extreme leftists? blew up schools, University of Wisconsin, planted bombs, tried to plant bombs uh, at Fort Dix. Uh, remember that 12th Street uh, blow-up of the house? It's going to happen again. It's coming to a theater near you. What's going on in Israel is only a coming attraction. I, coming I think it's
1: even worse town. than that. I think it's even coming worse than America. that. Uh, and I and I agree with you. I think you. Have, when I saw uh, I was with Bill Clinton last week, his biggest disappointment was he couldn't get a – uh, a two-state solution. No,
2: of course. I remember that. He told me that. Look, I had uh, breakfast just a few weeks ago with Yunkin. This is a man who's really going to go places. I think he is going to be a presidential candidate uh, before long. He's done great stuff in Virginia. And uh, the other thing I want to make clear about elections, anybody who runs against the squad, they can be Democrat, Republican, independent, I will support them financially. I will go and campaign for them. I'll do anything to defeat the squad. I don't care if they're Democrats or Republicans. They are hurting America. They are essentially destroying the values that we hold so dear in this country. And, and you they're know, trying to change
1: a country. Up. Who is funding them, Professor?
2: Well, I think Qatar is funding them. I think Saudi Arabia was funding them. I think it's getting a little nervous now because Saudi Arabia realizes they're next on the list. I mean, one of the reasons for these horrible beheadings and rapes had nothing to do with Israel. It has to do much more with Saudi Arabia, that Saudi Arabia was about to join the uh, Abraham Accords and become the enemy of Iran. And Iran said to the
1: people, uh, in Hamas and Hezbollah. You have to uh, make this attack. But, but Iran hired, turn... hired 10,000 Hamases at uh, $10,000 apiece. That's only $100 yeah. million. Dollars. I mean, that's chump change. That, that's nothing for them. But and that's they, too, get but th- and then they get you have, the United States. You, you, have, you have 2 million uh, Palestinians suffering and you have uh, uh, 8 million Israelis suffering. Yeah, and it's all Iran's fault, which is why by the end of this, There has to be an attack on Iran's nuclear reactor. And the United States gave them the money to to, 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 to do the terrorist war. I mean, Trump had him down to 400,000 barrels a day. They're pumping three and a half million barrels. They're making two billion dollars a week.
2: Yeah, that's one of the villains. One of the villains of this whole thing is a man tragically
1: I voted for and who I
2: remember as a law student, Barack Obama. Barack Obama made an obscene comparison yesterday. The day before, I couldn't believe it. He compared, he compared the rapes, the beheadings, the kidnappings to Israel's non-occupation of the Gaza Strip. Is he an ignoramus? Doesn't he know that Israel stopped occupying the Gaza Strip and that the occupation has nothing to do with what these people did? They want to kill Jews. They want no Jews in Israel. You know, Professor Dershowitz, I yeah. found
0: that so disgusting that President Barack Obama said, oh, it put him in no clean hands is what he basically... I mean, that to me, Bro- from an American Bro- president who shipped yeah. so much money in the middle of the night on those pallets of cash, remember? And how yeah. dare he right now when our ally is getting surrounded almost in every direction and he sits there and basically blames yeah. Israel? Well, that was well, shameful.
2: Personally... He he called me when I was in Israel, and he asked me to come to the Oval Office. This is when he was running for the second term. I went to the Oval Office, and he said, Alan, you've known me for a long time. You know, uh, you were at Harvard. I was at Harvard. You know I have Israel's back. And he promised me that he would never allow Iran to develop a nuclear program. What I didn't realize when he said he had Israel's back, he meant to paint the target on. He then went to the United Nations and allowed them in the last days of office to declare the Western Wall, Hebrew University, the access road to Hadassah Hospital—all illegally occupied territory. So we know what Obama means when he says "occupied." He means Israel. But he you know, you know Israel. what's so
0: dangerous, Professor Dershowitz? What gets me so mad is you know that these people who are on the Arab Street—and there were a million people. I looked at, like, in Turkey that were protesting. In Jordan, I mean, massive crowds. They are playing those clips. All they have to do is say, look, the former president of the United States says this. And then also they play Rashida Tlaib. Look, here's a member of Congress. That, to me, is so dangerous right now when Israel, literally at this moment, has Gaza City surrounded. They're right around the Hamas headquarters, literally as we speak right now. And then we have the former president saying that.
2: Yeah. No, it's disgraceful. I broke my relationship with Obama. I used to be a friend of his. Uh, I'll tell you a funny story about it. So uh, I invited him to my I think it was my 75th birthday and he accepted. And then he found out that uh, Geraldo Rivera would be there. And he was at the time on Fox and he gave me an ultimatum. He said, uh, unless you disinvite Geraldo Rivera, I can't come. And what I said to him is then don't come. I'm not disinviting my friend Geraldo Rivera. And so, although he was my next-door neighbor, Barack Obama, he didn't come to my birthday party because I didn't accept his ultimatum not to disinvite, to disinvite Geraldo Rivera. I'm
0: a loyal guy. I don't invite people. We have, uh, Judge Weinberg has a question
1: for you. Alan. I just read a very interesting article, which is talking about the whole attempt by the Muslim Brotherhood to have what they call false assimilation. So it happened in Western Europe it's happening in England it may be happening in the United States where people who are coming from Middle Eastern countries dangerous countries pretend they want to assimilate and be part of the the larger culture but in fact they're creating their own underground fifth column waiting for the call. Do you know about that?
0: Uh, by the way, um, Alex, uh, Professor Dershowitz, me? I just want to say uh, to your point, uh, Alex uh, Garrett, of course, one of our producers, just said that they are blocking the Manhattan Bridge right now as we speak with the protest. Go ahead, Professor.
2: Yeah, I'm surprised they didn't block the New York Marathon. I thought for sure they would try to disrupt it. They think they can do anything. They can get away with anything. If you can rape and behead and kidnap and people support you, and Harvard, 33 groups at Harvard support you, and the National Guard's Guild support you, why should they stop at anything? Uh, and as Hamas leaders have said, we're going to do it again and again and again. And they're not going to do it only in Israel. It's coming to a theater near you. Alan, could if you go back? To be could you go
1: back? Because I want to get your feelings or your thoughts about this false assimilation. Because if that's correct. Yes. If that's part of so, the Brazil? That's
2: absolutely correct. It's okay. absolutely Now, correct. how
1: dangerous? So let's talk about that, because that's what's really dangerous, because that's the infiltration of our society and all of Western Europe. Talk about that, there's no,
2: There's no question that there are fifth columns that are being planted by Hamas and its supporters in Iran in all of the Western democracies. We're seeing it in Sweden. We're seeing it in France. And I believe we're seeing it in the United States. These, many of them, some of them are wonderful people. I met many of them when they were my students, and they really want to become Americans. But there are too many of them that want to remain extremists and want to see a Sharia-ruled government, both in the United States and in every country. And, and you know, they have free speech rights, and we have to recognize their free speech rights. But we also have the right to expose them for what they are and to hold them accountable for their uh, opposition to America, to Judeo-Christian values, and to democracy. And, uh, you know, we don't know what we don't know, just like we didn't know what we didn't know before 9-11, and Israel didn't know what it didn't know before its 9-11, which was October 7th. And so we really have to increase our intelligence uh, about these matters.
1: Professor, are you keeping the, your pulse on any other race other than the youngkin race uh, right now in Virginia, which is a, a major race to decide the pulse of America? Uh, you know,
2: I'm, I care about abortion rights, and I'm watching abortion rights as well. Um, you know, fortunately, Israel, the Middle East, has really not become uh, a divisive uh, issue in, on the ballots. It's become a divisive issue within the Democratic Party. But so far, we don't see that affecting any elections. But uh, look, it's only yeah. a year from now. And I think that already we've been told by um, Muslim extremists that they're not going to vote for uh, Biden because he's too, too pro Israel. Who are they going to vote for? <laughs> they're not going to vote for Donald Trump. I guess they'll stay home, which will probably be good for America.
0: Yeah, absolutely. Well, Professor Dershowitz, uh, thank you so much for joining us.
1: We really appreciate oh, it. Thank, thank you. Thank you, Professor. Stay safe.